0: Welcome to the very first episode of The Moments That Mattered. At the completion of Sunday, we'll be here to take you through every round. It's the one snapshot of everything that's happened across the Hungry Jacks NBL. I'm Jack Heverin, NBL MVP Derek Rucker alongside me. Ruck, let's jump straight into the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix today versus the Perth Wildcats that bounce back hard. Big comeback, and they were led by
1: their leaders. Mitch Creek, Will Cummings, Tyler Cook. Those guys displayed the type of pride in their performances that needed to be displayed today to get this team a victory. It looked shaky early, Jack. Perth came out on fire, full of intensity. But credit to the Phoenix and their coaching staff. They made the adjustments. They ramped up the defense after a very poor defensive Thursday night, and they come away with a massive win in front of their home crowd here in Melbourne.
0: And let's talk about the pride factor. They are a very proud team when you've got someone like Mitch Creek leading the way. Even Mike Kelly, his new coach. Let's face it, Thursday was disappointing, so they had to show something today. And I think
1: one of the key things is you want your team to take on the persona of its coach. And Mike Kelly was a very successful player in this league. He's a grand final MVP. He was a hard-nosed defensive player champion and i think he wants some of that i know we're in a different era but he wants some of those attributes to be displayed in this team and we saw some of that today right here they blew perth off the map don't be don't be uh, don't be fooled by the final score this game was never close in the second half
0: what about the difference gary brown makes didn't play on thursday night with a hip complaint came back in today they just looked so much more structured so much more organized with him leading the way When he's on top of his game and healthy, he's one of the best point guards in the competition.
1: He can distribute, he can score, he can lead from the front. He understands how to play the game and what's needed to win basketball games in this league. He just needs to maintain good health and the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix can beat any team in the competition. Again, I remind everyone, last year, late in the season, prior to him going down with injury, the Phoenix were in the top four and looking to make a deep playoff run.
0: We're going to talk a lot about the moments that mattered from each and every round. I think we might have had one of our biggest moments of the season so far. Tyler Cook with a dunk on Alex Saar. Now, credit to the young French next star. He went straight back at Tyler Cook, but in your words, that was grown man business. It was, and we see what Tyler Cook is capable of
1: doing. We saw it up in the Blitz, and finally we saw it here in the NBO regular season in just game two. He got that pass and went up and stuck it on Saar. But to Saar's credit, hey, you gotta go after everything as a big man. That's what the NBA scouts wanna see. Are you willing to challenge? Do you have the will? Do you have the drive to contest plays at the rim? Unfortunately, he came out on the bad end, and Tyler Cook went (laughs) nose to nose with him. And actually, I don't think Cook taunted too bad. I thought Sar kind of was trying to protect himself a little bit and say, you're not going to punk me. You may have dunked on me, but you don't get the psychological edge on me going forward.
0: What about the Perth Wildcats? Really, really good on Friday night against Tasmania at home. That third quarter was a disaster for them. They gave up 38 points. How disappointed should they be from today? Well,
1: I think the thing that they need to be worried about was the
0: fact that Bryce Cotton was stymied in that
1: quarter. He couldn't get free. They didn't find a way to create opportunities for him. And then probably some careless defensive play, Poor defensive decisions, especially from Keanu Pender. We touched on it in the broadcast. He's got to be better with his decision-making defensively. But it was those two things that really were the impetus for a poor performance from the Wildcats. But it happened away from home. It's not that big a deal. You're going to lose some games on the road. And now John really has some coaching points to go forward.
0: Alex Saar, some discussion on social media. We know how passionate the Red Army are during the game about whether he should, in fact, be starting ahead of Jesse Wagstaff, who started on Friday, and Christian Doolittle, who started today. What what do you think? Should he be in the starting lineup?
1: I think it's a game-by-game scenario. Sometimes start Sar, sometimes put Wagstaff in there, sometimes go with Doolittle. As the season goes on, I think John really will get a better feel for what's required for his team and against the opposition. But I didn't see that as being a factor in this result tonight. The Wildcats had plenty of opportunities early on to really build the lead, Jack, and they didn't take advantage, and we felt the energy shift. You could feel it changing, and once it changed, it was like a volcano erupting Phoenix all the way.
0: Melbourne are the only team in the competition to be 2-0 and to start the NBL 24 season. Great performance first up here on Thursday night in the season opener. It was a little tougher for them today again against the Adelaide 36ers, but it's been a pretty good start to their season.
1: Yeah, 2-0, and I think Dean Vickerman would be super elated with that start, especially without their superstar, Joe Lawala Chul. JLA is not due back probably until November, but if they can just accumulate victories, especially knowing once the Australian Open comes, yeah. they'll be on the road quite a bit. So it's vital that Melbourne United get a nice buffer on the rest of the competition get JLA back into the lineup, and then they can really make a push. But as for now, they're getting good contributions across the board. Matthew Delvedova is producing. He's getting good gross numbers. I think he still needs to shoot the ball a little bit more effectively in preparation for that lineup building out, as I said, come November. Yes, it is round one but are they the team to beat this year? No doubt, no doubt they're the team to beat. And after having a look at the Sydney Kings, I think it's gonna take time for Sydney to get it together. They had a nice win against Illawarra, but I wasn't overly impressed with how they looked, and that's not a knock on them. They've got more bodies to come back into the line. They've got injury problems. It's gonna take them a minute to get used to what's going on and also a new coach. And he comes with a huge reputation. There's no doubt he's talented, and uh, they just need to accumulate wins.
0: Let's go back to Saturday. The New Zealand Breakers playing at home against Cairns. We'll get to one of their superstars in a moment, but Parker Jackson Cartwright comes into this team. Now, this is a team without Will McDowell-White at the moment, but PJC doing some big business first up. PJC
1: got it done. He was all over the floor, steals, defensive pressure, uh, shot creativity, he's able to score the basketball, and I think he led the super coach, I think he (laughs) had something like 57, am I talking about super coach too much? Yeah, as much as you want. At one point I checked last night, he had 57 super coach points, and that's just an indication of how productive he is. He's a real problem, he can create with the ball, he has a good sense of when to inject his scoring into the game, and I think PJC, he's gonna, this is a crazy comment, But he is going to be one of the leaders to win the MVP this season. Well,
0: how does he do that when Will McDowell-White comes back? Does it work with the two of them in there together?
1: I think watching him, his his basketball persona is going to be a perfect match for Will McDowell-White. Will is really a, a a selfless player. He's willing to acquiesce to what others are doing. I think the match is going to be great. Will will learn when to inject himself. PJC can kind of take the lead predominantly, but Will, obviously, we've seen what he can do. I don't see any problems
0: in getting those guys to mesh. We talk about the moments that matters. This is a moment that matters for a lot of reasons. One, because it was the New Zealand Breakers opening bucket of the season. But more importantly, because the man on the end of the lob was Tom Abercrombie playing his 400th game for the Breakers.
1: And I had a chance to speak to Thomas Abercrombie up on the Gold Coast for the NBL Blitz. And when he told me that the first game of the season was going to be his 400th, I'm like, that's pretty special. And I thought he was really good yesterday for the Breakers. And realistically, I see him being productive all the way through. I think he plays 500, 525 wow. games if he wants to. His body still looks good. He's productive. His shot is getting better. He can defend. And he says as long as Modi wants him, he's willing to stay there. So I, congrats to Tommy. And uh, let's see what he can do the rest of the season.
0: couple of quick hits to finish off. Brisbane Bullets, how did you rate their round one performance?
1: Significantly different vibe in that building. Great job by them in the offseason, the ownership group, I think they've got the higher right in the CEO position, and that's not a knock to anyone in the past, but everyone that was at that game Friday night against the Adelaide 36, 36ers was commenting about the change in the warmth, the change in the vibe in the venue, and the team, after getting down 15-0, I believe it was, Jack, Yep. They did, not, they did not give in. They found a way to get back into the game, and a lot of that was due to the change that Justin Schuler made. He made a change about midway late into that first quarter defensively, and you saw that was the spark, and then the Bulls were able to ride the home crowd home to a very impressive win against the Sixers. Well, that, they have to stand for something, don't they? That, they, that, they didn't really stand for a lot last season. And I think Shuler wants it to be a very defensive Based team, which is very hard nowadays because guys are so talented. Our league is a high position, a high possession league. We're getting up and down. But I think if Schuler can get his team to defend like they did the other night against the better teams in the competition, Brisbane can make some noise. I didn't have them featuring in the playoff equation at all. But based on one game, Jack, I think they can, I think they can compete realistically for a play-in spot. Lastly, the Illawarra
0: Hawks home game on Saturday night. A
1: little underwhelming. It was, and I was a bit confused by some of the decisions that were made in that game, not only by the players, but by the coaching staff as well. The substitutions were erratic. I couldn't understand why certain guys were playing at other times. And let's talk about something. Justin Robinson's got to bring it. He can't play at that level if this team is going to make any noise uh, this season. There's a lot of raps coming into the season about him based on what he did in the lead-up to last season prior to his injury. You are granted a grace period to get yourself physically right, but we got to see something come round too. We need to see him knocking down some shots, making players better, and we know he has the talent to do that. If he does that, it will lift that team significantly.
0: Who are you giving the thumbs up to for round one, player or team,
1: who gets the big thumbs up from you? Oh, Without a doubt, Melbourne United get a big thumbs up. I like what Jordan Usher did, even though he wasn't great in this second game of round two. Look, it was on the road. He was facing new circumstances, but I thought he was outstanding, and I thought Matthew Dellavedova continues to be aggressive. And I thought maybe we would see a slight change in his approach, but it looks like this is the deli we're going to see in NBL 24. Super aggressive and trying to have an impact game The game. Thumbs down? Who thumbs, does it go to? Thumbs down. I was very disappointed, like I said, with Justin Robinson. And I thought the Illawarra Hawks, as as a, a whole franchise, were just, I couldn't understand why you wouldn't play Lachlan Albridge after what we saw him do at the Blitz, put him out there early, let him feel the game, let him get some touches, let him make some mistakes. I was really surprised at that, Jack, and the Adelaide 36ers probably get a thumbs down as well. Although, I'm gonna give them, I'm gonna give them a little bit of leeway because they have an import position remaining. They had some guys coming back from injury. Some guys need to get their cardiovascular uh, fitness up and their match fitness, but I think they'll be a bit better, but for now, an 0-2 start, thumbs down.
0: They were the moments that mattered from round one here in the Hungry Jacks NBL. On behalf of Derek Rucker and myself, thanks for being with us. We'll catch you next week.